Blog Talk Radio. Out of our weary 
Rejoicing rise high as the listening skies. Let it resound loud as the rolling sea. Sing a song full of the hope that the faith that the dark past has taught us. Sing a song full of the hope that the present has brought us. Facing the rising sun of our new day begun. Let us march on to victory is won. The National Negro him. Lift every voice and sing by James Weldon Johnson and something that is something that many of us have learned in our um, grammar school days. Good afternoon and God bless you to all of our radio uh, listeners that are tuning in with us. That means that today is Saturday afternoon and it's the 1 p.m. hour and you're listening to Global Gospel. And I am your host, Reverend Lamar Townsend, and we're here every Saturday from 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And so what you can do is tell your family, tell your friends, tell your neighbors to log on to www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel. And that's how they can reach us on Block Talk Radio. We want you to know that on this Saturday afternoon, we do not own the rights to any of the music that you hear on today. But we pray that it is a blessing to each and every one of you that are under the sound of my voice. We want you to also know that we are on Apple iTunes, we are on Spotify, and we are on Google Play and we're syndicated there and all our shows are archived and you can listen in at any time. We would like to um, thank God for all of our sponsors on today. We would like to thank uh, MPT Enterprise. We would like to thank Abyssinia. We would like to thank Honor Thy Sweets, uh, the nationwide black Family Mediation Services, Lois Glenn Carter, uh, Melanated Beards, 
and Third Lounge, uh, Brother Ryan Wilson. Certainly, if you need uh, anything, reach out to Third Lounge for uh, media production, for uh, promotion, uh, whatever business cards, flyers, websites, reach out to our technical uh, person who is a member of our staff here. And so also uh, know that we are, uh, as I said, Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. Tell your family, friends, and neighbors to log on. Take down this number, 619-924-0800, 619-924-0800. And certainly we will open the lines up a little later on in the show, and you can listen there uh, with us, and certainly you can uh, call in if you have a question, comment, or concern. We are on social media, and so we want you to reach out to Global Gospel. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, and we are on Tumblr. And if you go to Tumblr, Facebook, or Twitter, there is a direct link to each and every one of our episodes and so uh, send us a friend request and certainly uh, we will be happy to uh, accept that request and happy to share with you throughout the days, the weeks, the months, and the years. Shout out to all of our listeners, those that are, I'll start out with my home State, New York, those in New Jersey, Connecticut, Delaware, Maryland, uh, Florida, Virginia, uh, North Carolina, South Carolina, uh, Georgia, California, uh, Illinois, um, uh, Michigan. Uh, we thank God for all of you. Those that are uh, on the continent of Africa, on the continent of Europe, continent of Asia, uh, South America, the Caribbean, Canada, uh, West Indians, West Indies. Uh, thank God for you, you and you. You are a blessing to uh, Global Gospel. Uh, always remember to leave us a comment and uh, let us know that you are listening here with us. If you need to reach out to Global Gospel, P.O. Box 5331, that is Hempstead, New York, where the zip code is 11550. Our email address is globalgospel17 at gmail.com. Again, thank you for tuning in uh, to Global Gospel. And we do have a treat uh, for you today. And we know that we are still um, celebrating uh, Black History Month. And we know that February is a short month. And we're pretty much halfway through uh, the month of February. And so we want you to hear a little more uh, about black history. We want you to be a little more encouraged uh, before the month is over. Uh, we want you to know that our theme scripture here, uh, if you perhaps uh, are sharing with us for the first time, our theme scripture comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 3. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. And so the reason Global Gospel is here today is to spread the gospel, which is the good news, the power of God, uh, to let you know that Jesus Christ, uh, he lived for you and he died for you. And because he lives, 
you can face tomorrow. Because he lives, you can be touched, healed, delivered, saved, and set free. You can be encouraged. And it's for everybody, the rich, the poor, the black, the white. The gospel is here for you today to free you and encourage you. And we also know that Jesus had a social ministry as well. And so the gospel is holistic. And so this is why we present to you uh, each week someone different that is uh, fulfilling their call and their duty to mankind. So after um, this break, we're going to take a break. And the next voice uh, you will hear will be that of our guest, Young, Gifted, and Black. Stay tuned and be blessed. Special guest is here. God bless you and good afternoon, special guest. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, everybody. How are you doing? I'm well in yourself. I'm hanging in there. Uh, can't complain too much. Awesome. Uh, so, those of you that are listening in and didn't perhaps catch that voice, uh, how about you tell our listeners uh, who you are? 
Oh, uh, my name is Michael Boggess. Uh, I'm from Delaware. I was a graduate of Delaware State University, uh, where I studied in the history and political science. Um, and I also went to get received a master's degree in history at the University of Illinois. From there, I was I used I would taught uh, undergraduate courses at Delaware State University. As well, I was a teaching assistant when I was uh, a graduate student at Illinois University uh, for classes, small and large, on different historical topics. Awesome. So we thank you, Michael Bogus, for taking time out of your busy schedule to share with Global Gospel on this Saturday afternoon, all the way from Delaware. And I think I remember from history, since we're talking history, I think Delaware was one of those border states. But that mm, is correct. another story, and uh, maybe we'll get back to that later. I don't know if we have time. But uh, we thank you for uh, joining us this Saturday afternoon to share your uh, knowledge with us and share some information with our listeners on this Black History Month that perhaps um, they uh, did not know. And so um, I... Uh, was in contact with uh, Michael Bogus through a uh, mutual uh, friend and brother. And um, I guess we'll come back and uh, talk about that uh, a little later. Um, you went to a historically uh, black college. How about you tell us a little bit about that experience? Uh, sure. Well, I was, it was Delaware state university. Um, obviously was, Actually, it was my first choice. Um, I wanted to go there. Um, my experiences, I've, it was one of the best experiences I've had. Um, I was able to meet some lifelong friends that even to this day that I will constantly, I can rely on for anything. Um, the classes, the course. Um, I, I do know that, you know, sometimes people give a bad rep for HBCUs um, because they say they, you know, they're, they're party schools or they, you know, you don't learn a lot, but I, I, I can I can definitely attest that I learned a lot at Delaware State University, and I would never take back the education and experiences I had. I mean, one of the best things I liked about Delaware State was the classroom setting was, you know, was smaller. So you did maybe have like 15 to 12 students in a classroom compared to sometime when you have like three, 400 students. So your professors got to really know who you were, and you weren't just a number. Um, but not only that, it was just, you know, the, the experiences of being around, you know, large portions of black people from different areas, you know, Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey, um, as far as even as West Africa. And, you know, it, it, it was positive because, you know, you got to see people who look like you, who, you know, interacted like with you, you know, from different experiences. And, you know, I learned a lot when I was there. So I would never take that experience away from anybody. It was one of the best experiences. And I would definitely recommend that to anybody to go to HBCU. Awesome. And uh, yes, education is very important. And this is uh, uh, one of our themes for today is education. And you mentioned uh, HBCUs and um, right. growing up uh, being a product because the eighties and nineties, there was a commercial uh, on TV, the United Negro college fund had a commercial right. And they said the mind is a terrible thing to waste. That's and right. Certainly, um, the older I get, we see more people uh, that are just uh, 
in a bad condition. And so that statement is true. Uh, the mind is a very terrible thing to waste. So it's important that you educate yourself. And so out of college, you moved on uh, to the work field and uh, corporate America. And so where did uh, you land after college? Uh, so after grad school, um, I came back to uh, the Delaware area, and and I guess what I was at that time period, I was teaching at the university, at Delaware State University. So I did have the the you know the, the ability to teach where I went to school at. So I always was very proud of that, um, and I was able to teach a couple a number of different African American history courses, and um, also. I can see how the school has changed since I was there. So that was a positive thing. This, this school kept growing. Um, from there, I kind of began to realize that although teaching was very important, you know, especially to the undergraduates, um, I was trying to figure out in my mind another way to kind of reach a broader audience of being able for people to understand the African-American experience. And I, I did, and then like a few years later, I did have the benefit and the blessing to be able to have an opportunity to a um, history institute in New Jersey, where not only was I, I was writing online digital textbooks because the old textbooks that you and I and most people had were, you know, old, sometimes outdated, but right. I had the opportunity to kind of work on creating digital textbooks, which I guess kids nowadays use as an app, but, you know, 10, 15 years ago didn't have that. And it was organic, which means it was always updated. And at the time period, which is very important, is that the state of New Jersey was working on a way to incorporate black history as part of the curriculum in regular schools, as far as you had large portions of black history involved in the mainstream history of your teaching. And so... I was I felt that was positive because I was able to write different passages and come up with a lot of narrative based on the African American experience, aside from just the typical stuff that you and I and most people have learned. Um, so that, I think that was very that kind of opened the door for me to understand that there's different ways to get the knowledge out there to a lot of people about you know learning the African American experience um, and reaching a broader and a diverse population of people. Uh, wow, that's awesome that you are on the front line of uh, progressively educating uh, young people. And um, so the um, importance of continuing um, to learn African-American history through our past, present, and future is pretty high on your list, correct? Um, yes, it's probably one of the most important things that's on my list and definitely in the top five. Um, and it's it's not just if I could say this, it's not just to me the importance, but I think it's more of like a need um, for people to learn about the African American experience. It's not just important to learn it, but the need to learn it. And what I mean by that is, for so many years, um, there was a lot of a lot of history was not taught, especially about uh, Black Americans. We were not they were not taught about our history. We're not learned a lot a lot of things, and and we're just now uncovering a lot of different studies that we, you know, things that happened we did not know about. And if I can give you a few examples is that about 10 years ago, there was a movie um, 
Spike Lee called uh, The Miracle at St. Anna. And I, it was one of my favorite movies, but it was about four black soldiers during World War II who were behind enemy lines in Italy. And one of the reasons why I love this movie is because you know, when people think about war and, and especially World War Two and things, you kind of think about, the, you know, the, the, the white soldiers who fought. But, you know, there was a large portion of black soldiers who fought bravely. And, you know, we do know about Tuskegee Airmen, but yeah. we don't really hear that much about the brothers on the ground. And mm-hmm. I think that this was one of the best war movies I've ever seen in movies altogether. Another example would be recently, uh, like in film, Hidden Figures uh, with Taraj Henson. Like a lot of people didn't know that Taraji's character was one of the most brilliant people at the space program. Who you know, who's basically like a human calculator, and she helped the space program thrive the way it was. And mm-hmm. that stuff that was uncovered, which people didn't know about in popular, you know, the regular society didn't know about that. And last, I would say, is probably relating to film would be a couple years back, there was a movie called Rosewood. And um, Rosewood or like the Black Tulsa, where you have populations, small black communities that were thriving, that were doing great. But for whatever reason, they were burned to the ground. They were destroyed. And history was just kind of washed over it. And it wasn't until recently that we would begin to start knowing about these things that you did not know about back then, and they un- it was covered up. So that's why I say there's a need to learn and constantly learn new stuff because you never know. You know, it, it, it's important. Right. Would you say that um, you mentioned um... – several movies and mm-hmm. you know if I w- if I were to add to that um Oprah Winfrey uh, I think one of her presentations was um their eyes were watching God right um and that was based on uh Zora Neale Hurston mm-hmm. and um because she herself was uh well there was a lot of uh all black towns uh post slavery and as you said uh they kind of uh got wiped out through uh, burned down and the clan, all types of things went on. Um, so, uh, would you say that uh, we have more information available uh, today than when you or I were perhaps in school? De- uh, definitely. Like, I mean, we're li- we're living in the digital, the most digital world um, time frame on Earth. I mean, obviously, you know, we grew up in the '80s um, and for the '90s, you know, and we had the same textbooks that you know are probably if you look at the open the book it had our parents in there or people from the 70s and 80s so it was it was not a lot of information it was just stuff that was there but nowadays kids have the opportunity to go on an app you know and and go on google and go to different websites and they have youtube so there's a lot and there's radios and there's a lot of opportunities for people to learn about stuff compared to growing up in 80s and 90s when you know, there was all you had was encyclopedia and, you know, grandpa, grandma, and just kind of like what you see on television, which wasn't always positive because there was a lot of negative stereotypes that were presented, especially about African-Americans. So you didn't really get a lot of understanding about who you are and where you came from compared to today. Okay. Awesome. Um, 
So um, we uh, discussed um, some historical points um, and how uh, there is uh, media available to us. There's movies available to us that perhaps didn't tell us, that tell us more than we knew. Um, Now, how does this uh, affect our day-to-day lives, in your opinion? I I think it gives you a... I think it gives you a sense, um, especially as a as a black person. It gives you, it should give you more power and be able to know that um, that you can learn more about the black experience, which people like myself or even generations before me did not get a chance to. And that can affect your life because I'll give you an example. Um, just like I know that a couple of years ago when President Barack Obama became president, you know, and that was just as an example. You and I and most people did not ever see, never saw a black president. But now young children have the opportunity to see, you know, who were black, who, you know, all they see when they're in class, history classes, whereas studying about George Washington and 44, uh, excuse me, 43 white presidents. And so they they feel like you never had a chance to aspire to the top. Nowadays, you have a black president. Now you have a black vice president. So... And not only that, but you have other people that you can see in digital media that have strived to great you know, accolades, and that should give you more motivation to say, hey, we can do this or I can do this compared to maybe when we were younger, we did not see that as much, and there wasn't that much representation. Very, very true. Um, yeah, so it, it is important uh, that we continue um, to keep history uh, on the forefront, because um, not only uh, is history is a part of, a part of the past, but we are uh, continuing to make history right um, as, as we move forward. So we are all a part of history, and uh, someday uh, generations to come uh, will read about things that we've uh, lived through and experienced. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that we uh, make our positive uh, mark and impression. Uh, on society um, so like i i could say uh when i look at the importance of black history and studying and learning now um it, it's like it kind of helps you gain a knowledge of like an understanding of like the past as you said and the present situations of the black experience um it, it gives you a sense of who you are um and like where you come from because um and how will your lives and how is your family lives shaped because of what goes on in society? And um, I, I think it's human nature for everybody to have a sense of purpose and like where you come from. So, for example, in, in television today, I'm using television film, but there's a TV show that I'm sure people heard of called um, uh, This Is Us. And it's like a normal TV show, but it's basically about these um, three adults who two are white twins and the other one is a, a black child and he you know you, he kind of grows up and you know and he's kind of always kind of learning about okay these are my parents you know they're white but who am i where did i come from and when he found out that he had, his parent his father was black and he found out that he was adopted and he found out who his father was you kind of see on the show he tends to really just want to find out more and i think that's kind of like just humans in general you always want to find out who you are and where you came from, especially say if you're adopted and you can look at African-Americans as a whole as an adopted 
in certain situations because we're always looking to find out where we came from and 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 you know what experiences did we have and who were you know who were who came before us so i look at it like that i think what we're going to do is uh we're going to um take a break and uh then we are going to uh come back and talk about uh a um um some literature written literature oh. that you uh are a part of and you are connected to uh ladies and gentlemen our number in studio uh if you have some questions um perhaps you want to know how uh you can get more involved uh in educating our youth how you can educate yourself um how you can make a difference if you have some questions our number in studio 619-924-0800 and we'll be back after the break stay tuned to global gospel with our special guest michael bogus When the war is won, we will be sure, we will be sure, oh, glory, glory, oh, glory, glory, hands to the heavens, no man, no weapon. Formed against, yes, glorious destined. Everyday women and men become legends. Sins that go against our skin become blessings. The movement is a rhythm to us. Freedom is like religion to us. Justice is juxtaposition in us. Justice for all just ain't specific enough. One son died, his spirit is revisiting us. True and living, living in us. Resistance is us. That's why Rosa sat on the bus. That's why we walk through Ferguson with our hands up. When it goes down, we woman and man up. They say stay down and we stand up. Shots be on the ground, the camera panned up. King pointed to the mountaintop and we ran up. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be Every man, woman, and child. Even Jesus got his crown in front of a crowd. They march with the torch. We gon' run with it now. Never look back. We done gone hundreds of miles. From dark roads, heroes, to become a hero. Facing the league of justice. His power was the people. Enemy is lethal. A king became regal. Saw the face of Jim Crow under a bald ego. No one can win the war individually. It take the wisdom of the elders and young people's energy. Welcome to the story we call... Victory, the coming of the Lord. My eyes have seen the glory. One day, when the glory comes, it will be out. It will be out. Oh, so glory. 
gospel is back one day when the glory comes and you all probably recognize John Legend in common uh, and if you're familiar with Selma Michael Bacchus still with us correct that is correct all right so um, when I say to you uh, uh, sunny uh, blue skies and sunny days what would you like to share with our listeners for those that aren't familiar with blue skies and sunny days and you are played a, a role in this all right um well I'll, I'll start back a little bit in the beginning but blue skies and sunny days is a nonfiction that was written by a very close friend of mine uh, mr jared kershaw um actually jared kershaw and i actually went to delaware state together and that's okay. where we met and he um we took after we took courses together, and you know we became friends. And we, as history people, we helped each other with writing our papers and studying for those um, big exams. Um, even after graduation, um, Jared has always remained somebody who I've always been close to. Uh, we've hung out a few times, and we actually um, even worked on trying to work on collaboration a few years after I had graduated from school. We actually had started coming up with a few ideas to kind of get the word out as far as um, learning the African-American experience. And so we had formed a – actually formed a small company, um, and what we were working on was working on black films, black documentaries. We had some – we had some little bit of success. You know, We took some – did some small documentaries that we worked on. Um, also, at the same time period, I know that Jared was working on a book, which he recently told me about, which is called Blue Sky and Sunny Days, which has been in the works for like the last 10 years. I, as a good friend of mine, I just reached out to him. I said, hey, let me look over the book. Let me just kind of check it for historical accuracy and, you know, just put my two cents into it. And he was, you know, obviously as a good friend, we he did that. I was able to kind of come up with just a couple of things in context, which he already had. And from there, the book was published, and he had also gave me the opportunity to, to write the preface or the foreword for the book. So I was very appreciative of that. Um, and you can find that book online on on Squarespace, jmkpublishing.com. Um, from there, Jared and I are currently still working on developing. Um, we started a small company. Um, that is currently in transition right now. It's called uh, it's called Past 1619, excuse me. And we'll start working on a few ideas for a, a couple of documentaries that we had in mind that dealt with not just historical stuff, but um, also dealing with like current issues, like uh, for example, Black Americans during the COVID crisis, and uh, maybe uh, Black veterans. And what's going on with Black Veterans? So those are two of the topics that we were currently working on documentaries for. And but Jared's Blue Sky and Sunny Days, I would definitely recommend everybody go out and check on it. Uh, it's a great book, and you're also supporting somebody who I, you know, definitely would say is very knowledgeable in the Black experience. Okay, well, uh, well said. And so, um, what would you have to say about um, you mentioned about you know currently what's going on uh, with African Americans, uh, some of the things, right. pandemic, and do you have anything that you'd like to, uh, any personal feelings of, about that? Well, 
I mean, well, actually, we, wait, wait, hold that, hold that thought. Um, Jared sure. is here uh, oh. with us, and he's just going. Uh, <laughs> okay. Hello. Hey, Mike. How y'all doing today? Well, and yourself? Hey, Jared. How are doing you, man? Great. Have, good afternoon to both of y'all brothers. I've been listening, and the show sounds amazing. Thank you so much for having me on the show, Lamar. Thank you for uh, joining with us. Uh, and this, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, we just uh, talked about blue skies and sunny days. And so this is the uh, Jared Kershaw that we talked about, the author of that. So we want you all, and he was on with us uh, a little while back, and so we want you to purchase uh, that as well. And uh, Jared, tell us how we can uh, get a copy of that. Yes, uh, from the last time I was on your show, I made some changes and updates. I now have uh, a platform that everyone can go to. It's it's uh, the URL is https uh, semicolon semicolon jkmlion publishing online store dot squarespace dot com. And when you go to a page, you're able to uh, navigate. You will see in the menu. We have products and services to tell you a little bit about our book and also what I'm doing as a, a songwriter, uh, as a ghostwriter and a producer. Uh, and then we also have an online music studio. Because of the COVID-19 situation, we're forced to be indoors. It's now more important for black entrepreneurs to understand now is the time to get online and put your platform online so that you can still engage with your listeners and viewers, just kind of like how Lamar has been doing for, for years with this wonderful podcast showcase that he always has for uh, us. And on this website, you're able to go to an online mu- music studio and listen to music that I've created after sale. Um, you preview it on the online music shop studio, and then when you listen to it, you're able to go to my shop page, click the link in the shop area, and the menu bar, and I have everything that you want to buy from the uh, Blue Skies and Sunny Days book. Uh, if you want a digital copy, it's available in the shop page, as well as a physical copy sent out to you, autograph copy if you wanted a physical copy. Um, also, um, we will have new upcoming clothing lines that we'll be offering, and also films that me and Mike um, are going to be getting into So that is a great platform To find all of us right now Until everybody gets grounded In the e-commerce business uh, Where we need to Re-solidify a, p- a platform Because of COVID-19 Do you guys agree? I agree yes, sir. Thank Once you Jared, again, appreciate yeah. it man Yes, thank you yeah. Jared uh, for sharing with us Our number in studio 619-924-0800 You can catch us, we have about 15 minutes left. I think I have another caller. I'm just going to see. Uh, caller, are you there? Hello? Yeah, hello? Yes. Yeah, my name is Joe Brick, and I, I went to school with Mike Boggess, and I was just <laughs> curious, great, great guy, on his um, dissertation about slave revolts, because I know he started it, um, and he was, you know, because um, a lot of times we don't uh, know that but people who was enslaved were not passive. They was trying to get their freedom um, as early as the American Revolution and before the American Revolution. There were four wars before that, 
but there was a lot of slavery votes going on right up to really the present um, demonstrations and so forth. And I was just curious that that, um, that Mike finished that that dissertation he was doing about slavery votes. Uh, actually, yes, I did. I was actually you, I wrote my master's thesis on that. It was about I don't know about 120 pages. I I, don't know, I, I blanked out that while, but um, my my thesis uh, was actually on Nat Turner, probably one of the most should be the most famous of all slave revolts in American history. Um, and my argument I wrote about was that I believe that Nat Turner's revolt actually caused the Civil War. And I, I'd argued how, even though it was in 1831, I believe that, you know, just through a series of chain of events that you can see in its document, it, it kind of led to you know, the Civil War, and one of the biggest things was just the idea that a black person – I don't care if you're a slave or not – a black person was able to take up arms, network with other people, and to start you know, a mass uh, slave revolt. And I had argued that it you know, it just caused a lot of people, uh, especially afraid whites at the time period, to start passing laws, to start in restricting blacks. And that led to restricting whites, and it led to whites. And it, it, it is over the years you can you can document it, but it's basically one of the biggest things about that is that slave revolts was a sign of resistance. And Black Americans, you know, slaves at the time period, they resisted at every level. The slave revolt, to me, would be the biggest form of of, of uh, revolting. But you also had day to day resistance, which is more that you would see, and that could be like breaking your tools and and fainting, act like you're sick, and and um, poisoning, you know, the master's food, or running away. Um, there was a lot of day-to-day resistance things that we did, and I think the word is agency, because a lot of people believe that, you know, um, Africans, you know, slaves at the time period were just just did what they were told to do. They never fought back and. And that's a lie. I mean, just look at yourself today as a person. If people tell you something to do, you kind of like, hey, man, who's this guy? So it, it, it's part of human nature to kind of push back when people are pushing on you. And um, that's one of the things I always want to argue is that we have a long history of fighting back. And from resisting to the smallest ways to the largest ways. So mm-hmm. uh, thank you. Yeah, one more thing, Mike. Um, I, I know that. Nat Turner, he got his his um, message from the Word. He had a, a vision. Correct. Um, from, oh, okay, thanks. That from God that he had to do something. Yes, he um, he actually and, and he was he had read a lot. He actually was self taught, if I remember correctly. He was self taught. Um, he actually was able to learn how to read, which was like uh, at a time period you weren't even allowed to. But he was a gifted reader, which no one knew how. But he just learned how to read, and he read a lot of from the book. Um, especially the book about Exodus and things where they actually slave masters try to block and hide. He read those parts, and he believed that a, um, a a warrior, a chosen warrior, would come to free his people. So he was reading about Moses, mm. and mm. those things kind of like helped empower him and nurtured him in his life because his grandmother was also a big influence of telling him, hey, you're destined for big things. You're destined for big things. And he believed reading the passages from Moses and Ezekiel about, um, you know, the old school, Old Testament, you know, striking back 
And I think that helped shape his influence of becoming the abolitionist that he came. Awesome. Right, thank you, sir. Thank, thank you, bro- brother. What's your name again and location? Thank it's you, Joe. Joe, Joe Brake. I live in Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Joe Brick from Rehoboth Beach, Delaware. Thank you. Uh, we do have another caller, um, 619-924-0800. And since we're on that subject, and I, uh, I am going to push Bible reading here, if you go to uh, the Smithsonian in uh, Washington, D.C., uh, Nat Turner's uh, Bible is there on display. So uh, yep. read your Bible, and, you know, our faith has brought us from slavery until this present time. And I know some people like to say it's the white man's religion, but that's not true. God, there's uh, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. So God is the God of all creation. Amen. Our caller. God bless you, caller. How are you? I'm doing fine. You know, the funny thing you mentioned, that Nat Turner got his inspiration from the word. But also the settlers that were escaping king of England got their inspiration to get on ships to come here, as the Bible talked about. Correct. They also adopted that, too. They said that the word gave them the ability and the inspiration, the right to come to this land. That has been the case. You know, the thing that I get from history, the way it's taught, especially we talk about slavery, it's always projecting as the white person as being the evil person, but that's not true because black plantation owners owned slaves too around the country. In South Carolina, anywhere from ten to 30,000. In the lower part of your Delta states like Louisiana, 28% of free blacks owned slaves, and 80% of them was mulatto women. So the history has to be told from both sides. And here's another thing, too. Call, uh, the Bible says you reap what you sow. Who, who's 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 calling? My name is Pianchi. What's your name? You can call me Mr. P, as in Paul. Okay. Well, Mr. Now, P, one other thing. Uh, 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 where, where, real where, quick, real quick. Where you where you calling quick. from? I'm calling from the Midwest and the South. Real quick. We also talk about. Hello? Okay, sorry. All right. Uh, Mike Vargas. Yes. Okay. All right. Uh, so, uh, okay, uh, connection issue. All right. Uh, so, once again, uh, our number in studio six one nine nine two four zero eight zero zero. 8 We have a few minutes left, and so um, we're just going to let you uh, take charge of that. All right. Well, I, I just wanted to um, – the, the person who just spoke, I just wanted to say – Whatever what he said is somewhat true, but I kind of wanted to touch what he said and just say that, um, yes, you could say that there were some blacks who owned slaves, but but you you have to look at the difference between who was in the majority at that time period and what and how was slavery treated compared to white uh, the majority system as far as um, you've seen from the videos and from the what happened. Slavery was a very evil, horrible institution. And obviously, you know, there, there was a probably a little bit more of a gentleness compared to, you know, slavery is bad, but the the practices and the horrible things, the buck breaking, all those things you saw that you that we that were reading about, 
was mostly from white plantations. You didn't see that mostly on black plantations. So I just, you know, sometimes when people say, well, they had both people did it, yes, but how it was practiced is a totally different thing. And I just want people to understand um, that. The, the other thing is, and this is very important, is that black American history or black history in general did not start in 1619, okay? Um, and that's one thing that we all have to do a better job at understanding is that um, – and black history is not always about struggle you know, and us being persecuted. You know, Black history started thousands of years ago in Africa, and, and, and there were many different forms of African kingdoms and, and, and countries and, and states that their work attributed to how the world is shaped today. So that's one thing. Um, the other thing I would just wanted to say was what the other person said was that, yes, black history is not always a negative thing. It's just like we see on the news, everything is negative. There was a lot of positive, and there was a lot of positive things and reform and change happen because of black people. And I think sometimes we get bogged down with just hearing about slavery and and, and segregation, but you know there was – the Harlem Renaissance and, and, and even today, you know, the way that culture is put upon the world and and, and um, the lady from Hidden Figures. And there's so many people and there's so many small things that black people did to help contribute to the United States and help to the world that we fought an obstacle to get over, which is even more important. It's like you have to look at all the things that black Americans had to fight to get over. And in addition to that, they created a whole world of achievements that are just now beginning to get uncovered of, oh, I didn't know that the guy who invented the super soaker was black or the person who did the heart transplant or George Washington Carver and so on and so on. So I just wanted to make sure that when you're studying history and you think about uh, black history, don't just think of it from the, you know, the slavery perspective, but think about all the positive things. And some of the positive stories that they don't tell you about. And Black History didn't start in 1619 when the first four or five blacks came over. That's that's so true. And we and we also have to um, just to clear up uh, what that uh, what the caller was saying. Yeah. It was never, or it is never uh, God's intent for uh, cruel and unusual punishment. Um, the way that African Americans. Uh, were treated in the transatlantic slave trade Correct. and um, throughout the Americas. Uh, there was nothing good about that, and there was nothing godly about it. And many times people try to God and twist religion and Correct. twist our um, faith. But it is God's will. The scripture says that we would prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. And the whole message of uh, Nat Turner being a Moses type figure or Harriet Tubman yeah. being a Moses type figure is that God does bring deliverance and uh, he brings uh, salvation and God is love. Amen. Right. So um, we have uh, come to the um, close of the hour and I just want our listeners uh, to know how they can reach out to you and and to all your works that are you have in progress. Uh, one of the 
one of the easiest way to call one of the easiest ways right now i uh, as i said earlier uh, myself and uh, Jay are working on a few projects. Um, and we're trying to work on getting some funding for actually his book, The Blue Skies and Sunny Days. Um, we may have a contact and Netflix that we may be able to reach out to to kind of get this built into a ongoing series, not just a one-time book, but actually because um, when you read the book, you can see that it leaves you open the door for a lot of different um, true historical events that could happen within the two gentlemen. But uh, right now, I could be reached at uh, full circle uh, 1619 at gmail.com. That, that's, uh, that's where Jay and I are currently um, we're working on a company called Full Circle Productions. And so, full circle 1619 is uh, where you can reach us at. Thank you, though. Awesome. Uh, so, we thank you uh, for sharing with us. Uh, we have about Two minutes left, and I'm going to conclude with this. Um, we thank you, uh, Michael Bacchus, uh, for sharing with us uh, our Black History moments. Thank you, uh, Jared Kershaw, for uh, tuning in and chiming in with us as well. We want you to know if you thank missed you, any, any part of this episode, that all our episodes are archived on Apple, iTunes, Spotify, and Google Play. You can, uh, you can uh, log on directly to uh, www.blogtalkradio.com slash global hyphen gospel immediately at the 2 p.m. hour and you can hear the show in its entirety. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you for all of our listeners uh, for sharing with us this Saturday afternoon. Thank you, Mike Boggess. Again, um, we will have to uh, have have you uh, back again to share with us uh, just uh, closing prayer uh, gracious God our Father we thank you today for all of our uh, listeners our participants we thank you for uh, Michael Bogus and his uh, life we pray that you continue to bless him his work that he's doing uh, his family uh, and his uh, ministry to the world we pray uh, that everyone that was listening today was touched uh, by what was said and that they will make a life uh, changing experience. We thank you that we'll prosper and be in health even as our soul shall prosper. God bless you all and tune in next Saturday, 1 p.m. until 2 p.m. Thank you, thank you, thank you.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.